anywhere, anytime, for everyone. This is jrootradio.com. Got a toothache? Need a filling? Not sure where to go or who to trust? Visit Dr. Yehoshua Cantor, General and Family Dentistry. Reasonably priced, accepts most major insurance, Hebrew speaking, open Sundays, warm and caring staff, child-friendly and Hamish environment. Call them at 718-972-2970. Dr. Yehoshua Cantor, gentle and attentive care, 718-972-2970. Yeah, yeah, and good afternoon, J Root Radio, J 
Jerrytrader on the app, jerrytrader.com, uh, 718 This is the number in the United States of America and in Israel number the 079. 574-2029-079-574-2029-0-7-9-574-2029-0-7-9-574-2029-0-7-9-574-2029-0-7-9-574-2029-0-7-9-574-2029-0-7-9-574-2029-0-7-9-574-2029-0-7-9-574-2029-
really pure gava, pure uh, things that we have to call, have fight about it. We see it, you know, that people that here in our life coming, and uh, I know it's it's funny because I'm talking about the person, the person. Personally, uh, getting here, the person that getting into our life, and you see people smart, very intelligent, but when it's come to Gava, to pride our Chachamim, our sages, always telling us, you know, be careful from these three things, you know, uh, Gava, uh, power, the vote, and the money. This is this thing that can take you out of the world and blind you to see the truth. And I'm talking to myself. I'm talking to always, you know, always you know that I'm talking to myself. It's not something for, you know. Uh, but just learn to the lesson, you know. This guy was at almost everything. Except he wanted to be in the top. The Gachachami and blaming his wife that because she told him, oh, why you so rich? Why you cannot go to the other side? You know, continue and push. Moshe and Aaron, you're supposed to be the high priest, you're supposed to be the leaders. And you can, you can, you find it, you know, find it every day, and that they blame somebody else. Even the first uh, Adam, the first preacher in the world, you know, the human being, that when God asked him, what happened to you? He said, oh, the ladies that you gave me, the Ishash Natatali. Basically, the ladies they gave me, we're always trying to drop the blame on the other side. And Chachamim said, you know, oh, it's, it is a lady. But he, Koach, was enough smart not to listen to his wife. That's why he got punished. And all the, the people around him. Because, see, today, you're coming today to date at our politics. And you see that people that really, really smart, you know, it's amazing to see some smart people that standing and on, on a things that they never would dream to support it and what i'm talking about for example here in the united states right now the police define that the police that you know they dismantle the police and put in it is it normal is it normal is against the torah against over the we need here malchut dina malchut dina this is like we need the, the, the god we need something that will protect you protect us when you call to 9-11 uh, you have to see to get something response and if we don't have it all the system is chaos chaotic and anarchist one upon a time I was believing anarchist I tell you I was I was one of these people that thinking that let do let me do whatever I think no and I I I don't affect nobody else but here it's not doing this people just coming here and just pushing their idea, ideology, and basically want to take over the peaceful people and majority people here. It's not only in the United States, it's all over the world right now. It's the chaotic world that uh, created in the social media and every, every single, uh, you know, I would say. And this, I call it the, the last fight of the devil with the good stuff. And I, I really believe that uh, our time and the people that has to wake up and Mashiach has to come here because it's impossible to continue to live like this and people so disturbed and distract.
the truth. It's no more truth anymore. It's no more fact. Nothing. If you're studying, you're studying from your birth, you know, and in New York State, and you know, they have a new status, a new birth certificate. It's not a male and it's not a female. It's other. You can be other. You can decide to be a donkey right now, as our pre our 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 mayor decided to be a midget, and not a white, a black, and not a you know, and not a, a person. Just he is he's, he's a donkey right now, because he's other. He's other with his with, uh, and I would say that you know can add to his other a murderer. Because they murder a really tens of thousands of people right now. He's with uh, with uh, our governor by sending people, sick people, to a nursing home, to take people to the hospitals that couldn't handle that the people here. But this is this is the again we are right now we're talking about this Korach. We're talking about a person that was is a smart person, but they ate. And they're, uh, they're, they're running after the owner, running after his position, basically blind him to see the truth. And he saw, he saw what we would never dream to see, the split of the, or the, or the ocean. He saw all the ten makot in Egypt. He saw what the miracles God did to us, to us what Moshe was the messenger and our own, but it wasn't enough for him. And this is something that we we're looking all over there and we see it. We see that uh, our, you know, this. I'm talking about ourselves. Many times we have God prevent from us to see the truth. Rabbi Nachman said something amazingly. It's really I I, I, I tell you that take Rabbi Nachman around if you have in English if you need to read it, see what how smart how person it was like this deep deep things around it. And he said, one thing that uh, caught my eye all the time is when I read it, and it's like this amazing world. The winnings are eight the truth. The winners are eight the truth. And it's a hon sonne et aemet. And when you think about it, you see that people don't care about the truth anymore. Don't care. They just want to win, to be on top of you. You are nothing. We are nothing. Just you. We are uh, uh, right. That's what they say. We are right. Doesn't matter that they know. They know. Not even deepen themselves. They know they are lying. They know that they're cheating. They know that they're crook. They know that they're living in a swamp. But they continue push. Life, it doesn't matter to them. Definitely not black life, and not a Jewish life, and not other people that group that they don't agree with them. This is something that Korach and the Torah, this is when the Torah are coming to us and teach us. Look, look what happened to an unbelievable person. Unbelievable person was smart intelligence reach when become the kavod the honor that he want to be part of this 
story, that they had leaders, and it was. But it wasn't enough for him. He got dispunished up to date. We, right now, on a war basically in between the good and the evil. The good and the evil. I'm not so, I'm not, it's, it's a, the, basically it's something that's very, very, uh, I'm saying it's uh, sadly, but this is all true. The evil right now won't take out every single of morality, real morality. And I know that I mentioned it so many times. It's starting from the birth to the death. And I give, I, I, I give two, two examples after this. Capital man punishment is not moral. It's not humane. It's not humane. Even the guy, he was a serial killer. Even the guy is the one of the devil messenger in the earth. He's not humane to kill him. But it's your man to kill a baby nine months in the womb of the lady. Life and kicking in the womb of the lady. This is a human. And this is the world that we are living right now. World over that really the evil taking over with the media, so-called social media. They call it the, 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 all the fake news media just to create control in us. You know, you hear, you hear that uh, about people that are talking about a vaccine and all this stuff, control, and just everything is coming in the end, money and control, and being that earthness. And here our Torah, Kedusha, our Torah is coming to teach us, you know, lesson, each lesson. Even what's happened 3,400 years ago, look around. As I said before, I'm looking to on, on myself, you know, many times you have reached a point that you say, you know what, I'm right, the other side is not right. I'm, not, I'm giving, I, I'm not giving up. I'm not giving, I'm fighting. But what kind of price? Yes, we have to stand up, we have to be declared, to say, as, as a Jewish people, we always was, and not quite, we always stood up for the, the weak, the, the human and to follow the Torah yes we are a small nation and that's because unfortunately people couldn't stand the truth you know when I'm talking with my African American friends here in America and I said you know what you, you have a lot of complaint about the Jewish nation about all these people you know that the region all that Look what happened in the 60s. Look what happened in all over the, all of the history. Who stood with you guys? Who was the guy that was lynched in Mississippi? A Jewish boy. We, the Jewish, boy, Jewish people, basically come and running with you and demonstrate with you. It's, it's, it's come to a ridiculous point that sometimes these people, unfortunately, Losing the, the, the background, and I'm telling you what I'm saying, because I saw, I saw a, 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 a picture of a lady sitting Shiva on this Floyd guy. With all the respect, you took further steps, and it's, you know, make, make me laugh and cry 
what happened to our religious again? Or do you think, lady, that to sit in Shiva on a, a guy that no, he, he, doesn't, he, he didn't have to die? Definitely that he died with evil, and the guy, the policeman, has to get to the punishment. But from here to take here, and sitting Shiva on this person, it's, it's, it's sad. It's really sad because something wrong with our Ashkafa, with our point of view. We said, we learn in our Torah Gdusha, Amarachim ala achzarim, sufoshit achzarurah. If somebody feels sorry about the cruel people, in the end, they come and catch you. We learn that basically you we can be arta arami You take out the evil from you. It's from our ourselves and our society. If somebody did something wrong, you have to punish him. Yes, to punish him. And we that get cannot get it more strong than it. You're doing against God, you will get the punishment. You will get it today, tomorrow, and another week. I just, I, I, you know, we we have to to look around it and see what what is all about. What is about giving? What is about Moshe Rabbeinu, the the symbol of humility, the symbol of person leader that lead a am k'sheoref, a tough neck people, you know. In a 40, on a 40 years trip, voyager, in the desert, and all the miracles and all this stuff still was Melamed's hood on these people, still was a person that caring about his people and didn't want to destroy them because they, many occasions, God was already gave up on them. And he told, told Moshe, you know, let me just clean those people and will build a new race, new new uh, people. And Moshe said, no, 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 God, you're wrong. We are going to continue with these people, we'll teach them, and we take them. Unfortunately, it's always, you know, we have, uh, we spoke about last week about it, the 80-something percent of people that are not so. Well, want to be part of other Jewish, even they born a Jewish people. These people that causing a lot of destruction and stuff like this, and it was all the respect, you know, I know that many times uh, I spoke about it, I had some co uh, occasion that I, I, I had to speak in, in a, a reform school, and talking about anti-Semitism, and what, what is going to be. And who caused this anti-Semite? Who caused it? In the end, they didn't want me to talk about it. Everybody, you know, I met the mitzvah, but the truth is always painful. And we're coming to, uh, you know, I, I want to repeat something, the story that I heard from a few uh, people, and just telling us what is all about Ataratatov, what is all about find yourself in, in, a, in a, I was in a position that you deserve. You know, we all, we all, has the feeling that we are worth much more than regular. We're worth that uh, we just 
you know, always we're thinking that somebody, the other side is under us. And this is where the, the Gdula, the, the huge that Musa is coming to teach us. And I would say that if you look here in the studio and you see the, the Gerrit Rambam standing behind me, and uh, this is like, uh, I would say that the, or what would mean that teach us, to teach us, to teach me, that really where we come from and what we're going. This, this uh, um, Musar lessons is not existing in not any university, only by the yeshivot. Only the yeshivot and a certain yeshivot. It's not simple. It's not simple to uh, checking, you know, the, the, this Musar, but as I said, our yeshivot and our musar, our sages teaching us that if you want, if we want to be part of the human society, of the caring people, the really caring people, we have to learn about ourselves. To learn to take out koach from inside ourselves and just look the other side, favor the other side. They see what is wrong with, with them, what's wrong with it, and caring about it. You know, I had a few stories, and I, I, I'll start with one story that... Uh, I, I'll make it short. I heard it from uh, Rabbi David Ben Shushan. You can listen to it as an archive also. And this is like something uh, uh, amazing to teach us a, a huge lesson. Uh, a young man, a young lady, just had a shidduch and basically started dating and had a date for Fatuna and the Bakur and the boy starting to feel not good. He went to the hospital and discovered that he has kind of machala disease and he has to get the treatment and nobody knew what to do. The parents devastated, the Kala devastated, the Fatan is devastated. Basically, they went to all the Gdolim, and none of the Gdolim had answer for them. Until once uh, one of them said, you know, call Rabbi Kanievsky, thank you, Mr. Shalita, and see what he said. And they, they went, basically went to the Rabbi Kanievsky, I make it short, uh, and they make it, and they come to the Rabbi Kanievsky, and the parents, and they start giving the story. And the Khatan starts, and I said, listen, Rabbi, I discovered that I'm sick. I don't know what will be. I want to cancel the Khatana. I want to cancel. I don't want uh, my wife, future wife, will be suffering with me and the special, the first year on, my, on our life together to suffer all this pain and treatment and all this stuff that I'm going to over. And maybe even I'm not passing. Why should I leave a young widow? I don't want to marry. I want to cancel the marriage. The agreement. And then the ladies, the girls start talking. Says, Rabbi, I'm sorry. I don't want to cancel. I want to be with him. He's my future husband. When he suffer, I accept him. When he will be in treatment, I will take care of him. It's something that I cannot cancel the wedding. Why should? 
Only for good things I'm married. I want to be with him. It is my husband. What will be, will be. Everybody was done. The rabbi came to Nefsky, took his hand, and basically banged on the table. And he said, it's like when you bang the head, you come to a conclusion, come to a sack. And he said, keep married. And married, and I promise you, you will be live long life, healthy, and you will be be bonnet by to serve and love yourself. Everybody was stunned. They got a blessing for the rabbi, and they went. And after three weeks, it's supposed to be the date of the marriage, uh, on the marriage, and you know, Rabbi Hanevsky never going out of his place. Most, most of the time, he never go to wedding, never go. And his, his helper, his shamash, his rabbi, they told him, Rabbi, you know, tonight is the wedding time of this couple. What do you think if we go over there? And the rabbi said, shall come up, let's go. When they went over there, in the middle of the wedding, of dancing, everybody happy, everybody just, and it's, they come in, everybody was shocked. Rabbi Kanevsky by himself, the Kvodobat, the, the orchestra, everybody is shut down. And suddenly, the orchestra, one of the orchestra members started playing Yamim Alimeh Melech, that's basically the song that, accepting the rabbis, you know, the big dolin. And the rabbis come and dance with the Ratan for five minutes. Five minutes, dance with him, everybody was stunned. Everybody look around. I don't think that was a dry tear, a dry, a dry eye over the interplace. I have a, I have a, wet dry, uh, a tear here right now. And the guy, after the dance, the rabbi basically put his hand on the top of the Khatan and gave him a huge blessing. And they, le they left. His helper, the rabbi elf, asked him, how you can do it? How you can do it? And he told him, you know, it's a midrash, mefurash, parashat noach. And the, the story is basically that uh, about Alexander Mogdon and, uh, and that he went to, to some uh, country to learn what, because a nice, a, a very, very unique country, that people over there just kindness people and no fighters, nothing. And the story is, again, I, I make it short because really it's, it's, it's a long story and I have no time much. Um, so the story that uh, uh, the king of this Akazia, I think that uh, the name of the, the country was something. Uh, I don't remember the name, so just he said that the king said, ask Alexander MacDonald, Alexander the Great, what do you want? Do you want to give him pray if we try to give him gold? He said, No, 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 I don't want. I just want to see how this country running. Everybody telling us about this country that that unique country, unique state. Everybody's caring about each other, everybody's uh, kind to each other. I want to see. So I said to the king, you know what? Come to my office, my palace, 
and see, I'm, I'm a judge every day, and see what's going on. So they come to the judge, and two people come to the judge with a case. The guy told the guy, the, the king, my dear king, I purchased a land, a very, very dry land from this person. I bought it very, very cheap because it's, it wasn't so good land. And as I started plowing it, I tackled with the metal, and then I, I opened it. I digged around it, and I found a treasure box full of diamonds, rubies, gold, everything. And I went to the, the seller and I said, listen, I found this box. It's not mine. I just bought the land. I didn't bought what, what is into it. Take it. And the seller said, no, no, no. I'm sorry to tell you. You took the land as is. It's yours. And they start argument, start fight. Who is belong this chest? And the, the king listened to this. And uh, Alexander Mogdon is like standing aside and just like stunned to see this people, all the people giving things that basically other normal human being that our society will grab it and go away and they don't even say it about it. And the king asked them, okay, I heard you. And he asked the, the, the seller, do you have a boy? I said, yes. And so they uh, so asked the buyer, do you have a girl? I said, yes. I said, okay. So my verdict is like this. Your son and your daughter will be married and you give them this treasure box. Everybody was like, stand. You know, and Alexander Mogdon was like, he doesn't know what to say, you know. And the king asked him, tell me, in your country, what will you do? And Alexander Mogdon said, I would kill both of them and take the treasure from them. And here, the dear Rabbi Chaim Kanevsky, Shalita, just take this idea of when a person gives something from himself to the other, he's no loser. He just wins. And this is what you can get, what gave him the rights and the idea to bless this young couple up, up to man, up, up to you know, to a, a new life, a new health, and is, and I know that when he bless somebody, it's everything working. Another story, basically, that I heard is it's a story that happened in time of Rabbi Zonenfeld, Zecher Tzadik Kadosh the time of. Jerusalem, uh, you know, when the old city was the Jewish people in the beginning of the 1900 that was over there and it was few guys that learned by uh, with Chaim Zonnefeld in his yeshiva, you know, the guys that reaching time and day, a time of day, uh, the marriage and all the Shachanim look at them and look at them and there was one Two boys, basically, that was Chavuta together, and they reaching the point of Shiduchim. Uh, one boy was like one of the the spitz, what they call it, again, the guy, the, the the one that everybody desire, everybody wanted to be as is Chatan, is one that all the girls look upon themselves, all the Shatchaniot, all these rabbis said, you know, oh, this is good for my daughter, good for me, you know, everybody, 
And the other one is wasn't less name, just you know, the two boys, one is Abraham and one is Moshe. And one day the Moshe the Abraham told Moshe, listen, I'm looking for a unique girl. But I don't care about uh, you know, what her status, what will be, just I don't care. I just want to build a kosher house, Jewish kosher house with the right midot lady. It's amazing. And this girl, so Moshe, um, Moshe Katzevers, his friend, said, you know what, let me just try it. And he saw that it's always such a shatchanit. He asked the shatchanit about it, uh, if he can find, uh, if she can find some uh, girl for this uh, boy. And she said, you know what, every unique girl, she's often, uh, she lost her parents, she lived in the rabbi house, we're raising her uh, uh, like our daughter, but she's a very unique, very, very unbelievable person. And you know, because orphan and nobody, nobody likes to deal with them, she's behind. So Moish Katzover is talking to his friend. They said, you know what, I found you a girl, I found you this girl, and she will be uh, perfect for you. Again, make it a little bit uh, short this they coming over there to date and in the old city I would used to date basically you take her out from the house you make a round around the blocks and according to the how many rounds in the block you are basically doing they basically they decided if you if you have a time you have a married or not and this boy had coming and found that basically this girl this girl, Ginendel, I think her name, uh, was a little bit deaf and a little bit short vision and, but unbelievable personality. And he started going one round and the Shatchanit is praying and, you know, dealing and all this stuff. A second round and keep, she keep running and another round and another round and then they're coming back with a big smile and the face of them like in the heaven. They, okay, announce Lechaim and the date. In the morning, everybody knows about it and his yeshiva, everybody hugging this up, um, everybody congratulated him, telling Mazalto, and uh, arranged the Khatuna. And as I arranged the Khatuna, they coming to the Khatuna, the night of the Khatuna, night of the Chupa. Basically, they're standing up over there, the, the, the lady, the, the rabbi, and the wife bringing there to the chuppah. And Rabbi Zonerfeld, he coming, he coming uh, to the Mesadechid Kiddushim as he's starting over there and said, Okay, Abraham, you take this ring and Give it to the kala, and as as it giving the ring, basically it start shaking up, shaking, shaking, uncontrolled shaking, and basically took his strimel that used to be there and giving it to, and those days to the chatanim in the in the wedding, and took his ring inside the strimel and he ran away. Said, "I'm sorry, forgive me. I cannot do it." Everybody was stunned. The place was 
silent. Nobody knew what to do. They went away. And basically, this Gnan Pelvis, she didn't know what to do. She's like, you know, I, I, I would imagine she doesn't, under, she didn't understand what happened. In the happy days of life, suddenly there's something. In, in this, this quiet moment, suddenly somebody shouts, I will be married. And the guy that married, the child is, was Moshe Katzegger. The guy that everybody was the dream of all them, of the Shatchanim, Shatchaniot, Wow, everybody was stunned. He went, he took the strymate, he took the ring, and Rabbi Sonka said, yeah, yes, one second, one second, the ring is not used. So I told him, Rabbi, it's my ring. I bought it for Abraham, and I gave him as a present, but right now, to marry Ginantel, but right now, he didn't fulfill it, so it's my ring. So the rabbi said, you know, this is Bashar, you bought your own ring. You bought your own ring. And then the marriage. They married the Tabat Zok, Dat Moshe Israel, and the rabbi Zonanfeld, Zechat Sadiq Tabashubachan. Just bless this couple. And suddenly she got ear, you know. She had every earring, that suddenly she got ear. And he blessed them, that you will be long, long life, and it will be well. It will be take care of the community. Yet it will see grand-grandchildren, Talmidei Chachamim, Talmidei Torah, everything in life. And it was in the beginning of the century, and I would say, added, I added, recently, this Moshe Katsover and his wife passed away, he was 106 years old. He saw grand-grandchildren. He saw Talmidei Chachamim. He was the wealthy, one of the richest people in, in Yerushalayim. That's mean when you give something from yourself. And this is what I'm talking to many, many, basically today, to, to Shidochim, to Bachurim. Yet they're looking about the size, the, how rich he is, how, we, how rich he is, how tall, how fat, how thin. What kind of, uh, what the father doing? And we don't know nothing. Really, we don't know that this put outside Korach from ourselves. Don't think that you are, don't think that I'm something. Let Kadosh Baruch Hu leading you. Find the right Shiduch. You know, this Bashar Shiduch is amazing. How it's running out and out and up and down. We have so many stories about it. So many stories that people, you know, just give, you know, people that don't want to give the ego, don't want to give the um, idea that they are Hashuvim, they are Vashpits, they need, uh, they need a people, they need uh, support for seven years, they need the dirah, they need all this stuff. Where is that? Where is that? This Korah. This is really Korach in our life. Just playing, playing the devil. I always say to my children, don't look at the exterior. Look, look what you can do. What is the water? Let it follow. 
Yes, it's not easy. With all the, uh, you know, idea around us, all these people that, uh, you know, taking care about us, loving us, so-called loving us, and give you the right thing, the wrong, wrong ideas. Follow the Kadosh Baruch Hu. Follow the, your rabbi, the real rabbi. The things that you know that is a sar is is a talmit chacham amiti real, not fakers, not something that is a political correct, not people that giving selling the Torah kedusha because it's convenience because people donate to them a few cents. This is something that we have to, to learn about it. Money is every, uh, not everything. Money is nothing. Follow the Torah. Follow the instruction. See the be a better, better person. Give up from yourself. And God will take care of you. It's no question about it. It's really no question. And I'm just, I'm telling you, as I say, I repeat many times, every time, in the Shacharit, in our Zmirot, we have in Tehilim, Perek Kuf Lametet, no, Kuf Memtet, Kuf Memtet, is that basically that's to, to prison the, the important people and the prison them. You know, this is, we have, we have to basically put it to ourselves. Basically, locked out, locked out our Yetzirah. Take out this evil from us and give yourself the benefit and to love the other people. Love them. Care about them. Try to be a better Jew, better person in life. A Torah, our Torah is teaching us the way. Because the puni the God is not that as a as a people say is merciful. Yes, is merciful. But if we re repent it, if we come by Lechuba. But when we are continue to step on his toes, I would say that the impression of keeping don't list not listening to him and doing exactly the opposite, we will get punished. There's no question. Korah gets punished forever. And we don't know who else. So, I, I just want to finish with one, one, one another story that I heard from Rabbi Meir Ben Abur about a story that happened recently. A rabbi from Brooklyn uh, was giving a shiur in Lakewood, and it was like late at night, 11 o'clock, around 11 o'clock. And he come, he, he basically, he, he with his driver, driving back from Lakewood, as they know, usually in Lakewood you have a place that people hitchhike to, uh, to, to other places. And he saw a person, it looked like a Jewish guy, standing on a, on a, a place, you know, that everybody collect the other, and he stopped, he said, and he found that he's an Israeli guy. And he want, where do you want to go? Brooklyn. Okay. So he took him in the car, started talking a little bit, you know, just going and driving 11 o'clock, almost 12 o'clock. He comes to Brooklyn and asked him, where do you need to Brooklyn? To in Brooklyn? 
And he told, he told the, the rabbi, you need to uh, Quinton Road. Basically, it's like a two blocks from the house of the rabbi. The rabbi said, he said, listen, young man, I'm a little bit tired. Basically, the driver of the rabbi, I'm a little bit tired right now. Can you walk over there, the two, two blocks? It's not nothing uh, distant. It's two minutes walking. The guy's starting blasting, you know, that start suddenly become a yeshiva boy. You know, starting to tell the rabbis, Musa, how can you dare to do it? Trying to throw me that in the middle of the night, two blocks from here. You cannot take it. Why you cannot take me? It was like the, everybody, the rabbi and the shamash was what was stunned. He said, what a chutzpah you have which brought you here to Brooklyn all the way. And suddenly you just open your mouth. You don't, what about things? He took the, he stopped the car and basically slammed the door, nervous and left. As they approach, approaching, um, come to the rabbi house, the rabbi doesn't go out. The driver tell him, rabbi, it's your house. The rabbi doesn't go out. Standing five minutes, ten minutes, the driver asking, what's going on? Rabbi, what happened? The rabbi told him, I want to know why it's happened to me. Why it's happened to me? I don't understand. I want to learn. I want to, to understand what has happened to me. After a few minutes, after like 20 minutes, sitting in a car, and the driver has become agitated and become like upset, the guy said, Rabbi, the rabbi said to the driver, you know what? I want, I have the answer. I want to tell you something. Remember when we left from Brooklyn to Lakewood, your wife called to you and you ask her if she did something for you. She paid something in a bank, she paid some bill. I don't know, I, I don't know what exactly. And she didn't do it. And you starting get yelling at her. And why? It's only five minutes. Why you cannot do it? One time I asking you something, I cannot do it, you cannot do it. I don't understand this. You get banana, you are crazy about it. And that's what happened to us today. We forgot all the good things that we did. We took the guy from the street, from all from dark place in Lakewood. We drove him here to Brooklyn. We took him up to almost to the end, to the point. And the guy didn't see that at all. And this is our big lessons. And these are our recent lessons to all of us. We always, we're always getting agitated, we're getting angry about our loved ones, our people that caring about us, they're doing us a favor, if it's our rabbis, if it's our mohot, if it's our teachers, if it's our wives, if our spouse, if our husband, if it's our children. But a small stuff can drive us crazy. Small stuff that didn't listen. This is a korach in ourselves. This is our core. We forgot and forget, like to forget, the good things around us. What, what, and, and I just looking on the things that I, I said, you know, because I'm working on construction. And many times, 
When you take a job, you have demolition and you have rebuild. And demolition is take chicken. Very fast. To destroy it, wow. You take a slash hammer, you just break it down. You put a small dynamite and you just take down all the building. And it's built for hours. You know, you remember September 11? One air, two airplanes basically knocked down a huge building and a few hours. And to destroy, it's unbelievably easy. To build, take days, years, centuries built. Our nation, the Jewish nation, is built from generation to generation, walking this of, and the old mighty is watching us. Don't forget the benefits. Don't forget that we are right now standing here, sitting here, talking to the microphone, breathing, you know, passing this virus, passing this riots, passing this. See what God loves us, what is giving us. See what our wives, wives, brothers, sisters, everybody giving us. And see the good things about us. And this, and this name, you know, and this message to all of us. I'm just going to finish and say, well, I want to say thank you very much to watching us, to listen to us, to contrib contribute to us. We need your help. And I know this, and we repeat ourselves, and somebody wants to be participate in this extra, amazingly, radio station. And not only the organization, J-Root Radio. It's J-Root, basically. Jewish roots can contact us, text us. You know, just, we, we need you guys. We need you and this, uh, to all, all of you. And I want to say that I didn't start in the beginning the Lenishmat and this all the people and I would just want to say that Lenishmat um that uh, Mrs. Uh, Schron basically that uh, unfortunately we lost her this week, last week, to the Schron family, uh or as you said in the in the and all the people basically that lost, you know, the list that we have, Leilun Ishmat, Din Ishmatam Tzorah Tzorahim, and Lavdiler Talwot Avdalot, the Pashtama to all the people that basically celebrate and people that need healing, a mental and a physical. And I would say Mazal Tov to celebrate Hatunot, engagement, everything together, and Beshatova, all the best. All the best, and we are basically uh, continue our program. And Rabbi Simcha, Doctor Rabbi Simcha Cohen will be continue here, and uh, I will say, that, let's say, let, I'm trying to find. Um, okay, Avon Fried is the camera. This is the. Where is it? Uh, where is it? Okay, before this, let's go. Let's okay. I've got going. Okay, I'm going to right now continue with Abai Doctor Simpson. Oh.
five and 24 seconds on Wednesday night, and it's Simcha Cohen on the Wednesday night hour. How are you all today? And we're here to talk about, oh, summer is here. 